0: Warriors. hits it's the racers and rental Cars podcast balls. with your host top fuel cam cameron, cameron foray and his co-host worth mr, worth mr. To top sportsman don
1: o'neill
0: what's up west coast cam what's going on don i didn't i
1: haven't seen nor heard your voice in a long time so i figured i would I mean, I guess you reached out and asked if we even really still do a podcast anymore, but yeah, how you
0: been? What's going on? How's the things? How's life? Well, How's dude, the gas prices? I mean, I, yeah, I saw my picture. Somebody posted my picture on a milk carton in a Publix grocery store, missing podcast host. Yeah, well, <laughs> me, me too. I've been
1: kind of MIA too, so I don't, I'm right there with you. Wanted Man, racers and I, rental I, cars you know,
0: host back in action. Uh, right. And, and heck it, we, with the way uh, pricing is going for things and weather, we'd probably have all kinds of time to be able to uh, to conduct podcast episodes and get try to get back in some sort of rhythm. Yeah. Uh, folks, we appreciate you hanging in there. We know we've been absent. And for those of you that are loyal people who send text messages or check your podcast subscriptions on whichever platform you may be downloading. Or following, we apologize, but you know what? Sometimes life is just going on, and you cannot do anything except grab hold of the horns and just try to hang on. And that's what we've seemed to be doing for the past few weeks. But yeah, nonetheless, man. I'm just over here trying to, to-, to, I'm just trying to take all
1: the stuff that you know we preach out here on this racers and rental cars marketing platform podcast and put it to work and try to get my happy ass back into a dragster so um it's going decent i'll Mm -hmm. say that (laughs) not great but not bad so we'll see we're still working hard but yes i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to initiate all the things that uh we talk about myself so that's where i've been a little bit little medical stuff here there you know i mean but I'm still alive. I'm still breathing. I'm just living my life vicariously through my my son at this moment in time.
0: Well, well, there's nothing wrong with that. And it is, It's if you think back, right, it's like legitimately, if we go back two years, think about where we were two years ago. In a ditch? We shut down. We shut down today, if I'm not mistaken. I think I'd have to go back and look at my phone. But Yeah, because I didn't sure. get on my flight to go to Gainesville yep right and we shut it down and so here we are you know what are we doing now now we're dealing with the economic crisis that seems to be spiraling out of control and it just depends on whose side of the street you want to walk down on whose fault it is we got a a a world war three brewing across the pond and people being just killed for ridiculous reasons um (laughs) And it, it just you know you and we are right we're struggling. There's a lot of racers that are out there. They're still. I I mean the number of one-off race deals that comes through on the wire that I've been seeing in the last six weeks since Daytona kicked off, and obviously Pomona, and now moving into Gainesville this weekend as we're recording on Friday, as I'm sitting in the rains in South Georgia and it's raining at Gainesville as they've just recently pulled the plug. So many things are impacting the, the business world of motorsports, which also gets so much energy and financial backing from the consumer world. And, you know, and, and then also, if you look at it, the oil, oil and fuel industry, uh, I mean, we, we get so much support out of that. There's so much crossover, the, the breakdown in manufacturing products and so forth. It's, it's just crazy what's going on and how far the reach is that a lot of society does not think about. And, you know, we don't want to lose sight of what's going on across the, across the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, and uh, me being a military guy. There is nothing worse than having to go to a country that somebody is committing acts of genocide and attacking other countries and so forth. And that's just ridiculous. Uh, There's really no call for it uh, as far as humanity goes. But, hey, you go poke the. Go poke the bear with a stick and see what happens. And he keeps, he keeps poking. I just hope somebody wakes the bear up. That's up there on Pennsylvania Avenue and decides to do something. But there's my little tirade rant that kind of wraps everything up that's going on in the world. Uh, what's up out on the west to, yeah, coast?
1: <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's edition of racers and rental cars. Uh, we're back and yeah, Don, you do you, man. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I mean, you, you did kind of touch on something that I thought was, was pretty interesting about the the smaller sponsorships that you seem to be like the one race deals and this and that. I have a feeling that that's gonna probably kind of be some of the the way of the future. You know, like two, three, four, four race deals instead of doing the whole huge multi million dollar deal. Uh, it's gonna be a couple people spread out amongst the ways of the of the financial world in order to make this stuff happen because it's just. It's a large ask and there's so, I mean, let's be honest. There's so, we've talked about this a bunch. There's so many things that you have to combat being a motorsports marketing person or racer or whatever that you have to deal with. Now you got social media, you got, they got all these options that you can do instead of just, Oh, Hey, you know, sponsor this race car, put a sticker on it and, and all that. You know, we, we talk about that all the time but I think that that's going to be the next wave of the future because it's not really, I'm not going to say it's the return. That's the problem. I'm going to say it's just, there's so much other noise aside from motorsports these days, influencers and, you know, Facebook, you know, all the other avenues that these people can do. And the, the money that they want to spend to get their return may not be there. If they want to spend $25 million to go sponsor a full NASCAR team or, 3 million bucks to sponsor a top fuel car or, you know, whatever it is, they can kind of pepper it into a bunch of different arenas instead of just going all in on, on one sport.
0: Well, and so I guess one, I agree with you, but I also would take it one step further from that. So if you look at, what I what I'm going to consider like let's say you're let's say you're big 3 right so you have a big 3 in NHRA big 3 in NASCAR you have big 3 in Supercross you have these big 3s right that are the powerhouse teams and organizations which would a typically when you sit back and you evaluate they have probably more than likely have a majority of your B2B opportunities your networking opportunities that allow those companies that sign the big checks, right? Where you get, you get, let's take like Dow chemical that comes into RCR and NASCAR. There's so many different products and brands that fall underneath that umbrella that the business opportunities and the networking opportunities are there. So that return that you mentioned, typically not hard to justify and probably across the board is let's say slightly easier to obtain right? Uh, And with business contracts, hospitality, the networking side of it, that works for for them. You take smaller organizations or teams where maybe the networking and the business opportunities of the B2B may not be as as relevant. It, It just may not completely have those. So they need four, five, six, seven, eight different companies to come in and be a part of their program so that they can still try to grow and network and create the return for those companies now. And now does that make the return easier? Well, yeah. If if the ask is a hundred grand and you're they're asking for two times that in an in a ROI, well, that's, you know, that's way easier to come up with 200 grand, uh, when you're only looking at it across the board with that one company versus getting $16 million and needing a two and a half return. Uh, that's, right. that's where that gets kind of, that's where we're, we're talking about lottery numbers at that point. So yeah. I, yeah. you know, and that's, and so I think that's a big thing. And I, I also believe that's why it's easier for some of the smaller teams that don't have quite the overhead, right? The the manpower, the labor, the salaries, the the huge shops or or whatever the case may be. That's um, it may be a little bit more obtainable for them and allow them to be a little thinner and leaner in being able to stretch their 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 economic intake, if you will. So well, yeah. I think it is a way to go.
1: I'll use that as an example. You know, I've I've had a couple people ask me, well, how come the big three or whatever, you know, if we're, I'm not going to say the numbers, but, um, how come they're asking for X and you're asking for Y. And it's because we can run it a heck of a lot leaner. We don't have 30 CNC machines and a employee staff of 60 people. And, you know, all these things that takes that big ball to continue to roll. Um, you know, and that's why we can do it for X, you know, and, and we run it lean because we're just, we're trying to stay out there, you know, and it's not that we're selling ourselves short. It's just, that's the the hard number. And the only hard part to that is that the slush fund is not as great when it comes to, Oh, well we can do it for this. No, we literally need X. And if we don't have X, the keys are not going into the truck ignition to go down the road. So it's, it's a double-edged sword when you're trying to, trying to do that. And that's the situation I'm in right now. Like I need, I need X and you know, I, I'm not trying to, to shoot for the, shoot for the moon and retire off of, off of this in in one deal. I'm just trying to, to go out there and and not go broke at the same time. So,
0: well, and, and that's true. And, and if you, You only need to go back, right? So I'm sure there's listeners out there and they they read. And if they're interested in the business side of it, John Forrest, he changed his marketing strategy.
1: Yeah. And he Uh, even admitted that he was going to do multiple.
0: Yes, very much so. Because isn't the AAA thing
1: over? mm, I cannot confirm or deny that. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. But I mean, they haven't come out and said that, say
0: that yet, but I think that might be. Yeah coming around there, so i the mean end. like you, you you have to do things like that and and you have to leverage the relationships and figure out how to keep the train rolling and it's tough it's tough when you're asking for that many commas and zeros so um i, I mean and just think about it here we are you know we're talking about this and then you talked about triple a and the first one right now that comes to mind for me in the in the evaluation right if you were going to evaluate who's going to be a free agent who's got open right At right now the biggest glamorous and people can argue all they want and bicker back and forth but m is done oh, i thought you were going to say cameron for sorry sorry dude when <laughs> we we, we talked the brutal truth here on racers and rental cars yeah. and so uh not don't, don't, don't kid Bush, yourself <laughs> Yeah. Kyle Bush is, you know, he's out without a sponsor and they did a big, big interview, um, article with him. And he said he was looking for a company that fit him. Well, if you're tuning in this week and last weekend, you were sitting in the rain or whatever, and you were watching the post-race show and Kyle decided to let everybody know exactly what he thought about Alex Bowman while dropping some, some bleep language, uh, Man, I'm trying to think about what kind of companies out there that that likes that kind of tenacity, uh, (laughs) aggressiveness in in his voice uh, and his words when it comes to talking about, you know, the other drivers on the racetrack. Uh, So but again, that's that's the world that we currently live in. Everything is impacted right now. Marketing is all sponsorships and marketing are always the first thing that gets impacted when you go through an economic crisis. You know, we talk about people spending three to five percent of their annual sales. I I've had companies tell me that they they already know they're going to run into supply issues by the month of May and June, and they're they're cutting stuff already before it even remotely gets close to it because they know they can forecast and they're not going to be able to take care of sales, and they start cutting the budgets and chopping them up. And there's no reason to spend when you can't fill an order, you can't fill a PO. And so it makes it hard when you're out there and, you, and your asset, your property, your race team, you as a driver, a talent, if you will, your part of your responsibilities is to sell stuff. And it's hard for you to sell when you don't have anything to sell. Heard
1: that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting. And it, maybe that's why we haven't uh, had an episode in what seemed seemingly like two years, but Maybe we're just trying to figure out like where things are going to go. I mean, like you said, two years ago, we were like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? The world's ending. And what's crazy is here we are two years later. Oh, my God. what's going to happen? The world's ending <laughs> just in a different light. Right. It's crazy. But I mean, well, yeah, I mean, every at the end of the day, like things are going to still. It's going to keep going regardless. Right. But it's just going to be interesting to see what. How it's going to transpire. And I know I know NHRA is trying. I, I got to. I got to hand it to them. They're doing their best as far as, you know, like, well, I guess we could talk about this call out thing. Right. So they're doing, you know, was it the top, was it top eight or top 10? It's pretty bad. I don't even know, but I think it's top eight, top eight do this call out shootout thing or whatever, which is kind of cool. It gets, I mean, it looks like they did from it kind of sucks that it's raining there, but um doing like a, go through the thing, open up opening ceremonies or, you know, type of thing and caveat. I'm very happy that they actually brought, brought back, uh, stuff back to the, uh, world of drag racing. As far as opening ceremonies. Sorry, everyone. My garage just decided to, uh,
0: open on its own. Well, they wanted you to be part of opening ceremonies too, cam. So they opened the door for you. Yeah uh so nonetheless yeah, sorry yeah. about that no my and then sorry this is totally this is what we do
1: here on this is real life guys, but yeah, so that's my garage sh- shutting again and my wife as it was opening looked at me like, oh shit, sorry, I didn't realize you were doing that so anyway, but back to what I was talking about you know the call out thing like it's it's cool because they're they're trying they're trying something and, and if it doesn't work, great if not, if it does work, awesome I mean it at least they're doing something and and I even posted on somebody's Facebook, you know, cause it's raining so bad there and they might not even get qualifying. So why don't we do the call out thing for everyone? Screw it. Just start, put some chips in there and start like, what are they? That's how they do it on street outlaws, right? Put a bag of chips right. in there and go for it. I mean, try it. All I can, all I can do is fail.
0: Well, I will tell you that I'm happy for them first and foremost, I, because you brought up the call out. Let's give a shout out to NHRA bringing pet boys in mm-hmm. right? most you know, yes, some congrats. of us, grew, you know, you know, grew up around that. So then bringing pet boys in and then and pet boys being part of the yes program, investing into NHRA. You know, if you've never been to an NHRA event, they have a yes program. They bring out high, local high school kids who have some sort of technical interest. In the automotive world, uh, other businesses, it's, it's basically like a talent search to let kids know what's out there in the community for them for work and education opportunities. Part of Terry Vance's deal with launch as well. So pet Boys doing that, I think it is truly a wonderful thing. I, I think it's great for them to do it. Trying something different to give back to the fans and make things exciting is a good thing. Does that mean everybody's going to like it? Absolutely not. There's always going to be someone that's, you know, wants to get on the hater, hater bus, and that's fine. Get on it, ride it as long as you want to. But again, the one thing, and I've had this conversation, it seems like numerous times in the past three weeks, everything in the world evolves. Politics evolve, society evolves, motorsports evolves. Kids evolve, education evolves. Everything has to evolve. There is a level of change that has to take place. The, and, and it is one of the most aforementioned things that will change. Life itself will change, period. End of, end of discussion. You cannot stop it from changing. You know, every stock category guy is running something from the 1960s and the 1970s but it keeps changing because everybody's finding modifications to make more horsepower and find horsepower. It's just the nature of the world and people fighting it. The naysayers, the negative Nancy's and the Debbie downers out there in the world or, or the Rodriguez's or whoever it is on the quarter mile media, what uh, it just be part of the uh, solution, not part of the problem.
1: I will say you're talking about changes and and all this stuff. I just, as we were talking, I was going through some of the Instagram stories of the the Pep Boys All-Star call-out deal that they're doing right now. And I got to say, one change that I'm, you know, I got to give like a major props to NHRA or whoever printed the hats for this All-Star call-out. They finally got us some hats that are, you know a little more modern than, than what we're kind of used to. Um, They look like nice little snapbacks looking, looking nice. All the drivers look nice in their new hats as, as far as, as far as that, if we could maybe uh, get some camping world ones looking like that, I'd, uh, I'd be pretty stoked for them top end interviews. So yeah.
0: Is that, is that the style is the whole snapback thing you know i'm from well the, yeah I'm from the south yeah you no know, it's I'm, fine you know. but
1: at least the hat the hats that they provided for this it looked like i mean you can you can make the bill look however you want right but some of the some of the stuff with the pre with the pre bent bills that are you don't like the pre bent stuff not i i look like i'm nine years old in those i just i just can't do it so i mean something that you can kind of cater or tailor to your own your own uh liking that's cool I think that's cool good job NHRA or whoever printed the hats Nitro Mall whoever right. it was
0: all right so can so can we like I want to talk about something since we're talking about the call out just to make it fun <laughs> just to make it fun how about the fact Mike is calling out Sean Langdon
1: I you know what I it was on mute. So I didn't get to hear that, but everybody was laughing. What did he say? I didn't see it yet.
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know what he said. I just, oh. it's just the, just the backstory of the fact that AJ's no longer there. And now he's at Kalita and, you know, yeah, no, Serena that's cool. One in one. And so now he's, you know, but nonetheless, that's awesome. So, yeah. That's so cool. That's backstory. I like that. Yeah. So and it's, tongue
1: cheek. It, it is tongue in cheek for Mike. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure, you know, he's, He's got his other reasons, but I mean, it, it, I don't know. It makes it cool. Good for him.
0: Well, congratulations to NHRA, them doing an all-star format, if you will, with the call outs, uh, similar to trying to get some sort of the big bud shootout type program coming back, but also giving NHRA something to cheer about when NASCAR has their all-star event world of outlaws, everybody, every major racing organization has some sort of an all-star event type uh, of format so it's nice to see nhra doing that so kudos to them um non-shout out more like a well wishes (laughs) and prayers non-shout to and yeah to all of the lucas oil racers who are sitting in the mud in the rain in gainesville um dude it looked bad like from what i was looking at just
1: now i yeah i'm part of me is Yes. I'm very bummed. I'm not there. Don't get me wrong, but part of me is glad I'm not there sitting in right in uh, shin deep water. And cause there's nothing well, Cameron hates more than wet feet and wet socks. So, well, yeah.
0: Well, you know, I, but before we go any further, I also want to come in NHRA. I, from what I've been told from many of the Lucas oil racers, They came around and gave racers, you know, typically NHRA, you've got to drop on Monday before an event um, to not lose your money, if you will, on your entry fee. And NHRA came around before and believe the last one I heard was actually they were allowing it up until yesterday morning, um, us recording on Friday, so Thursday morning, some four days later, uh, allowed racers to go ahead, withdraw and not lose lose any money. Um that's cool. And I yeah. So, you know, shout out to the NHRA team, you know, being being, let's just let's just show displaying some humanity of and letting their customers make a decision. And I know there was a lot of posts. I saw a lot of people posting that they had made the decision to to back out, pull out and head head out from from the gators before it started. Um, So good for them. And you know, for the Lucas oil racers that are out there that listen to this tomorrow while they're sitting in the rain, um, man, God bless you. I like the passion and the commitment you're there, the and, and you're going to see it through. I know the announcement went out that they're going to finish the race, however many days it takes. So, uh, good luck. And, uh, hopefully Cameron and I have provided a little bit of entertainment to you while you're there, but it's, um, uh, Any, it doesn't matter what racing organization you're with, or actually, you know what, forget that. It doesn't matter what major league sport you're participating or attending in, uh, whether you're tailgating or, or, or attending an event, whatever the case may be, nobody likes rain. It uh, does rain just does not help anybody just doesn't. Uh, so, you know, it'll be a rough weekend in Florida, and so hopefully, and, and also I I haven't even looked to see what the weather's going to be like for the NASCAR race in Atlanta. So it could be tough up there as well. So, um, tough weekend in the South for racing, uh, but it's daylight savings time weekend, right? We pick an hour back up for daylight, lose an hour of sleep. Is that this Not this weekend. Really too, yeah. Pretty oh, sure. Oh Shoot. Yep. Get that day, get that daylight back in the evenings. Yeah. I'll, I'll take, take
1: that. Yeah. Me too. I can't stand when it gets dark. I'm scared of the yep. dark.
0: I'm just kidding. Yeah, you're scared of the dark. But uh, <laughs> no, I wanted to, you, you had mentioned off air. What's been, I saw that you've attended a couple Supercross events or yep. Monster Jam and so forth. And I know Did that, that. You, you keep your uh, ear to the ground over there. What's been going on with uh, some riders? I heard, I heard like the points leader got hurt and like had to sit out for a while. Is he back? I don't even remember what his name was. I was reading it in Twitter. Uh, well,
1: well, Tomac's leading four fifties right now. Anderson there's Anderson is second, but let me, let, let me back up. There's a lot of stuff going on in the Supercross world when it comes to taking out, we've talked about this on the show, actually about people taking people out and ruining their careers and getting them hurt and this, that, and the other thing you might've been talking about jet Lawrence. He got hurt before. In the 250s, he got hurt before the season started. So he actually moved to the East Coast instead of the West Coast series. So that way he was able to heal. So, but he's currently leading the East Coast points. He's killing it. He's won the first couple of races. Um, Austin Forkner, his main competition, I guess, he already, they like collided in midair over the finish line and took him out. He broke his collarbone again in a bunch of places. So he's out. And basically it's just going to be the Cameron McAdoo and jet Lawrence show, I think for the East coast. But as far as four fifty, yeah, dude, there's so much, there's so much takeout stuff happening and which is kind of ruined. Like, I mean, yeah, it's all cool, whatever, like aggressive, hard riding, but the crappy part is it's, it's ruining people's chances for wins and stuff like that. So Jason Anderson and Malcolm Stewart are having like this major battle. They keep, taking each other out. And I don't think it's just hard racing and it makes it look bad. Well, then one of the riders, Malcolm Stewart gets all pissed off and then he just intentionally takes out Anderson just because, well, I don't like that because Anderson's second points. And now he's like, he was three points back. Now he's like 30 points back because they both got docked positions at Daytona and like all this stuff happened. So, I'm just not a huge fan of the whole the whole takeout thing in general because these guys work so hard and it's they're literally putting their lives on the line and I mean some of those guys don't get paid if they're not if they're not uh in the top 10. So that's a that's a rough go for a lot of those guys and and I know you can only put up with it for so long as far as if you're the guy getting put to the ground but yeah, don't intentionally go just like slam somebody for whatever reason. But yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. West coast is on its west coast break right now. Christian Craig's leading by a long shot in that he basically has a full race lead because most people have crashed out of that too. So he's pretty much primed to win the championship, uh, which will make my wife happy because she's like a huge Christian Craig fan. But yeah, mm. man, other, other than that, it's, it's, uh it's pretty cool. I do have to give a huge shout out to drag racer, uh, or former drag racer, he doesn't really race anymore, but Del Cox Jr. I don't know if anybody remembers Del Cox. He drove Top Fuel for a little bit in the IHRA, actually won the championship in IHRA and Top Fuel. Um, I grew up with him racing and, you know, we've been buddies and stuff. But his son, who um, we've been seeing each other a lot at the motocross track because both of our boys are uh, getting pretty into this motorcycle stuff, his son actually qualified for the KTM Junior Challenge at, uh, anaheim supercross a couple weeks ago and he got third he got on the podium so which was pretty awesome and it was really cool to see somebody you know out there doing their thing and it's it was really cool to see dell and like the proud the proud papa moment so he should have got second but unfortunately his bike because they they ride the electric bikes the electric 50s his when he came into the last corner literally the last corner his bike like bogged out or like he twisted the gas and it didn't go on and the little kid uh, you know, a little kid passed him. So, but he was in second, like the whole race and then ended up third, but it was really awesome to see him up there on the podium and, and doing their thing. And hopefully, uh, Jed will be up there one of these days too. So yeah, as far as the two wheel stuff, I guess that's the report other than, uh, you know, my little guy has been doing his Stasic stuff. Uh, we've been going full, full moto dad on that because we haven't been doing any drag racing. So, um, yeah, he's racing two bikes in like five different classes now, and he's pretty darn into it. He's doing really good. Um, got on the podium three times last weekend, a second and two thirds. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh that's, very nice. That's your two-wheel, nice. that's your two-wheel report for racers and rental cars.
0: So two wheel report from Cameron Ferrey Yeah.
1: Former four-wheel hey. driver. <laughs>
0: former four-wheel driver right exactly no it's um. oh well i got one more it's a
1: four-wheel thing but it's in the off-road world um we did do monster jam too but i want to give a huge shout out to our boy cody associate um who is actually on this show he's now driving the dragon monster truck and he's crushing it in the arena series and he's winning all the time so major props to him keep up the good work
0: you know what? You brought Corey up the, like seriously, Corey, Cody. we need Cody. Come on, I, man. You want to know why I said, you want to why I said Corey, right?
1: Yeah. I know why you said, Corey. I got,
0: I got Corey on my brain. Corey, <laughs> I know you're going to listen to this tomorrow when you listen to this Corey, Well, I don't know. He's at the mint 400. He, they probably don't, they got like two squirrels out there that do sell signal for out there. Don't they? Yeah.
1: That's pretty cool. much.
0: Yeah. So sorry about that, Cody, but Cody, seriously. Can we get a URL to an application? I mean, what, what's, what do guys have to do? I'm just, I, I mean, well, you know what? No, I'm not asking for a friend. I'm asking for us. <laughs> 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 I'm not asking for a friend. Come on. Help us out, Cody. Let's go. We um, Have helmet and fire suit. We'll travel.
1: Yes. Mine's dry you know. cleaned and ready to go because it hasn't gotten to be used this year yet.
0: Yep. Mine, mine either. Mine either. Oh, and by the way, there is one thing that I cannot wait to get out and actually use dude. I picked up a new stylo helmet for this season.
1: Oh boy. Look at and, you go. And, and I can, I don't walk. know any painters keep walking. Don't even look at me. Walk away. Keep walking.
0: <laughs> oh man. Heck, dude, I can't afford to send my helmet to the West Coast. Yeah, I'll I'll, probably the shipping rates went up. Just saying, yeah, (laughs) but (laughs) no, so yeah, that's Cody. Come on, dog. You know, everybody's trying to eat out here, Cody. Help us out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I'm just trying to buy a gallon of gas so I can go to work. (laughs) (laughs) Who is it? Did okay, speaking of that, so. What what do you think right now? Let's because you know we, we've had a lot going on, but the last fourteen days with the with the fuel deal and in the war in the Ukraine and with Russia and and my not favorable opinion of what's going on, why we're not pumping American oil, but nonetheless, I, I've had a lot of people, a lot of people talk about what they think is going to happen in the racing world, and. We just talked about it a little while ago when you're talking about two years ago, it was COVID. We were having shows. We didn't know when we were going to get racing. We were looking to try to save sponsors. Now we're not trying to save sponsors. Now we're trying to figure out how to save money on the fact that diesel fuel is at the outrageous rate it is, not to mention what gas is, and people still have to work. People's investment portfolios are taking hits left and right. What, what do you think, what can you envision? Do we start to see maybe not in this first quarter of the year, but do we see in second quarter when people are really starting to feel the pinch on it, on their economic program? Are we going to start to see car counts start to dwindle? I know the divisional race last week in Gainesville, the baby Gators, the hatchlings, car car count was down
1: was it i don't know what the what the car count was in phoenix i'll tell you i mean to be honest with you uh we didn't take angie to the double header in phoenix we really tried to but to be honest it ended up being a, lo- a logistical nightmare for us to get because i have a class that i teach on thursday night so it kind of messes it up so i would have had to not only drive the rig there fly home and then fly back or something or have somebody drive it It just the cost to do all that, to just go race a division race was just not appealing, you know, to buy, to buy flights there. And then it just, you know, gas to be at $800 to go there and back. Like, it's just not, wasn't really on our radar. We could have done it, but it just wasn't. We just kind of made the executive decision to wait, wait for Vegas. So I don't know how many other people really did that. I do know a couple people that I, that I hang out with as far as in the, this super comp, uh, Lucas oil series driver stuff. Um, they didn't go either. Um, one of them had a motor issue. Another one just said, forget that. Um, but I don't know most people, they're just going to still go. I mean, at least here on the West coast, but if it continues to be $8 a gallon, you're going to see the people like the Cameron phrase in the world, Say, "Mm, yeah, maybe we're not going to be able to make as many races. We have to cut like we did. We cut Phoenix. But the only reason why we cut Phoenix was because we thought maybe we would go to Boise instead in the summer when I was off. But now to go to Boise, we're talking serious diesel fuel from Southern California. So we're just going to have to see. I hope it goes down a little bit, but I'm not holding my breath.
0: Well, and you know, I was it's, literally it's talking to my
1: gardener, my gardener, before we started recording. Gardener? Yeah, my landscaper, Alex. Yeah. We were talking about. He's like, man, I normally put, <laughs> I normally put forty bucks in my truck a week to go, you know, to you know, do all his, his route or whatever. And he's like, now I'm up to like a hundred dollars a week, and that, I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, times four. I mean, that's you're just basically doubling your overhead or your cost to to do business. It's it's crazy. I had one, I had a teacher and I was in a meeting just yesterday and he lives kind of far from the school. And he said it used to cost him $30 a day round trip to go, to go teach his courses or whatever. Now he said it's up to $90 round trip a day.
0: Well, I, I will tell you that I've, I, okay. So what did we learn in the last two years? Right. That The majority, I say the majority right outside of the factory workers, production side, truck drivers, people that that actually have to roll four wheels to do their job, nurses, first responders, medical, so forth and so on. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of people can do their job from home. Right. We learned that during COVID. Right. Right. So, which is great, but so. So you, I think. So I think for companies that you know, there are certain companies out there that they went back to the fact of, hey, we want you to come to work and so forth. They probably are going to have to start looking at it from the the perspective that we're seeing. I know down here, state of Georgia has lifted. Like they they're talking about lifting the fuel tax for the state at the pump to save some money for for consumers. State of Florida is talking about it. I'm sure there's Our other states out no. there case you're wondering dude whatever the east coast says and it's like west coast does completely awesome
1: (laughs) yeah and it's like 51 cents a gallon
0: well that would get you back down from eight gallons to (laughs) 750
1: or eight dollars
0: to 750
1: but that's a lot just for (laughs) a tax but yeah they they right no they said
0: no yeah so hopefully i i don't know i think you're gonna still see see people travel i think you're gonna see people travel to less events though i don't think you're gonna see people stop I think you're going to see people start to travel to less events. They're going to pick and choose where they go versus making the full pull. You know, I mean, especially if you're chasing points and, you know, you get that, you know, NHRA on the national side, you get three of six or three of five or five of eight. You're probably only doing your five, you know, depending upon how far you have to travel. Cause a couple of those, you end up having to take a a pretty good daunting uh, trip and be costly. I will
1: say like, you know, here on the West coast, I don't know if you notice the division seven schedule, most all of our, I think if not all of them are double headers now. So race Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, just to try to help with, with the travel costs. I mean, sure. Unfortunately, it doesn't really work great for me just the way that my, my job currently is, but I mean, it'll be fine in the summer, but there's no races in the summer, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's cool. They're trying to help with that. I mean, I think it's a great idea. Sure like I said, it doesn't really help me that much. I still going to kind end up costing me more money because I have flights involved now, but to help Angie, but yeah, I, I think it's cool that they're, they're trying to do that, but yeah, at least you get two races out of one, one travel.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, we've all, we've always talked about that. I mean, it obviously puts a lot of burden on the racing association, the racetracks that we go to their staff when we hit, hit them up for doubles, whether it's a back to back, on national and divisional or divisional and national and so forth. Um, it's just uh, on and on and on from that standpoint. So, um, but no, I, dude, I, my thoughts are with everyone that's out there trying to figure out how they're going to get through the year. Uh, and I, you know, that's probably even really far-fetched for me to say to get through the year. I'm, I'm really starting to have to look at things like, we need to get through this quarter. Yeah. We need to get to summer. How are we going to get to summer? How's the world going to look, you know, in another 60 days? Cause it's definitely looking pretty different in 14. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's basically a, a, a wrap up of, of what we've got here. I know there's, uh, people, people that want to talk about other things. Go ahead, send them to us racers and rental cars, send that hate mail to us messages. we we're going to try to keep this rolling as we're traveling and about with life, just as you are. And we'll try to provide some sort of entertainment and uh, laugh factor, if you will, along with some education, because, you know, Cam's a professor. So he's all right. about Educating them, all, educating the youth. That's right. Uh, the youths, the two youths. So uh McCam, I dude, I'm gonna go grab another umbrella, I guess, as it's still continuing to rain here in South Georgia. And uh you enjoy the sunshine on the West Coast. Have a great weekend, and uh I will catch up with you next week.
1: Cool, sounds good. Yeah, thanks everybody for bearing with us. And we're gonna try to do our best to, to get back on the weekly program. But sometimes again, life gets in the way and cause we're out just trying to do the grind like you guys are too. So Uh, Yeah, if we see you next week, we see you next week. If not, see you when when we see you later.